Hi, you're now listening to Thirty Going On Forty podcast. This is the place where we grow old better and get wise faster. We hope you enjoy. Hello, we are starting episode twenty. Wow, we have come a long way. Do you guys think so? Very much. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> Today we're talking about the subconscious mind. Uh, this is chapter. Let me see. Chapter twelve. Chapter twelve. Uh, there's another book out there. It's uh by Joseph M- M- Murphy. It's the power of the sub of your subconscious mind. Uh, so today we're going to talk about it. Can I read the summary for both, uh, both of you, uh, yeah, so sure. that we can discuss? <laughs> All right, this is uh, chapter principle number 11, 11 step to riches. Uh, how has the book been for you guys so far? Is this something that has been helpful? Did it change the way that you live your life? Uh, I think in some ways it sort of made me a bit more aware on the power of our minds. Uh, mm. Still processing, still... I think for me, maybe it's more of need to put it to practice then I can probably see the results or effects of it. I, I think one of the things that they want us to, the book requires us to do is like to write things down and I think that writing down takes a lot of effort. That's why people don't like to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it really, like one of the chapters, if I think is the organized mind, there's so many questions to go through, right? And, and I think only in times of desperation because I, I, I'll tell you some of the things that happened during this Chinese New Year. I had a conversation with my brother and then it, it, it's regarding finance and got me a lot of thinking about why, how we think and why we think what we think. Right. So this, uh, this chapter today is the subconscious mind. Right? The subconscious mind is helping us store and reti- retrieve data based on our internal program which in turn is based on all our thoughts and everything else we experience. Some of these informations will become more ingrained than others. In this aspect, in this respect, Hugh is Napoleon Hugh is very clear about the importance of our thought as you can, as you can and most likely will decide what you plan and nurture in your mind. Uh, this is one of the reasons Hugh is so focused on his burning desire statement. So he asked us to write it down, memorize it, and constantly read it to yourself. Because uh, if you hold that clear vision in your mind and attach all possible feelings and emotions to it, it will, and you do this as often as you can, ideally morning and evening, you will imprint it to your subconscious mind. So the question is, uh, or the, the point that he's trying to make, which I think Joseph Murphy also makes with, uh, our subconscious mind rules our life more than our conscious mind. You know the way that we think. You know if you if you are a in you you are insecure person. If you are a person who is lack of self confidence, your subconscious mind has wired you to think a certain way. You wouldn't even consider another way. So I think the self conscious mind, your 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 subconscious mind, not self conscious, subconscious mind is so important to to practice a higher thinking. I think, uh, and and my 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 gathering from this topic is where we really have to be very careful with what we are we we are exposing our minds to, as especially the subconscious mind. What you do as a habit, it becomes subconscious mind. You know, it's like I'm asking Vincent right now. Uh, 
you think you're an architect? He thinks he's an architect because he already been thinking that a lot and he's been doing that a lot. So he, that, that com- confidence and that competence have shaped him so much that he doesn't even need to think. So when he's faced with a, uh, a problem that an architect requires to solve, he can solve it. But if I ask him that, like, can you fly a plane? Uh, because he, he knows that he's not exposed towards that, right? Uh, so he wouldn't have the confidence. Uh, so his subconscious mind will automatically tell him that he won't be able to do that. That is true. But there are a lot of times where it has to do with self-esteem. Do you think that that girl will talk to you, you know? I'm not sure. Because your subconscious mind has, has taught you that. Do you think that you deserve this job, you know? Like, Kerry, do you think that you can become a, a creative director, art director? Because subconscious mind has... Uh, taught you that you're so used to working for people and then following extra uh, instruction, that will change. It, it, it's very hard for you to, even if you try consciously to say, I, I can do it, I can do it, but because subconscious mind, uh, you, you automatically fall back to your habit and your comfort and your self-belief. So basically, that's what I'm get, I get it from. Uh, he's, he also mentioned that the effects of this is that your subconscious mind is starting to work for you and help you achieve this goal as your subconscious knows that these goals are most important to you. He also talks about uh, the importance of systematically trigger your subconscious mind, like auto-suggestion. So we, we learn about auto-suggestion. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is from a guy from the website, Action to Happy, Wealthy, Happy, Happy happyhealthywealthy.com he talks about your subconscious mind does does not reason it does not analyze nor think whatever that you believe it will work towards that it won't judge or help you if you don't want if you didn't want weeds you you will just reap what you sow so all of our thoughts and action will be stored and memorized it's quite scary you know um I'll, I'll start first and I'll tell you guys what uh, uh, I will let you guys speak later. One of the things that I was thinking about while pondering this one, uh, this chapter and also thinking about other things uh, based on Joseph Murphy and also based on the Bible, uh, you know, a man reaps what he sows, right? Um, it is not an in, just intentionally so, but what do you do when you're not intentionally sowing? For example, if you choose not to exercise, you choose to sleep. That doesn't need a lot of like a a lot of thinking, you know, you just go and sleep. But when you you sleep a lot, you become lazy. Your body, you will not have the six six apps. Uh, but I'm also thinking about how a lot of times we this uh, being thirty, going for going on forty. It's we we often think of the importance of intellectual mind. Uh, but he was uh, he was talking about this thing. I think Joseph Murphy was talking about this thing where. Your body knows how to heal. Your body knows how to grow hair, you know. Your body knows how to grow healthily. Your mind cannot conceive how it can do it, but your body knows how to do it. It's like subconsciously, you were taught you know how to grow. So I realized that there's a lot of times that we don't understand something intellectually. It doesn't mean that your body don't understand. And a lot of times, if you keep on feeding uh positive thinking, possibility thinking into your minds and into your uh, into your into your beliefs. Uh, that will shape your life even though you don't intellectually understand or know how the logic works, but it your body can react to it. Your body sometimes is smarter than you realize. There's, so this are uh, those are something that I think about. Uh, and also cause me to wonder how much garbage I put inside my mind every day, you know. So all right. 
my long introduction. What's your thoughts? I think for me, uh, I agree with that. Lah. And you mentioned some keywords like earlier on, you talked about how it's linked, subconscious somehow linked with confidence. And I think it's true also to some extent that because subconsciously, and it's imprinted, another word you used, um, and it is an accumulation of all of those things which cause that so-called subconscious imprint where it happens mm. naturally. It is not forced. It is not uh, uh, in, in that mm. sense, but rather it has been created through, it has been subjected to maybe years or multiple habits or disciplines that have yes. unknowingly yes. shaped it to what it is. And yep. It becomes so imprinted on you, but it just comes out naturally, ma. That's why it's the subconscious mind, ma. And I, mm. I think back also, like, yeah, we talk about now also thirty going on forty, and then I try and reflect also for myself in my twenties to now thirties, those one whole decade, la, uh, What what have mm. I accumulated that has created my subconsciousness, ah? And like you, you point out, for example, if uh there's a problem that requires an architect, ah, I think. Yeah, subconsciously, I do, I do carry that identity because it has been imprinted on me ma, throughout the years of experience, through what I've yep. been feeding my mind, be it intentionally or non-intentionally. And then it does carry a certain degree of confidence, ah, although external factors like self-esteem and all that also comes to an effect. But I think to some degree, ah, it does, uh, when I try and look at it, yeah, it does, I, I, I don't realize it because it is my subconscious mind <laughs> because it's not consciously thinking about it. It is just happens naturally uh, because of all that has happened in the experience of uh, those 10 one whole decade uh, 10 years and then now thinking now being aware of it a little bit more uh, like you pointed out also like you know for an example like just sleeping also uh, mm. I, I have to check uh, like sometimes maybe I because I'm sometimes I procrastinate a lot and sometimes I put off things just for self-gratification maybe on certain things that I enjoy that I don't realize that what I'm putting into my mind subconsciously, next time when it's 40 going on 50, uh, I will look back and like, oh man, I, I did not uh, put I could have, use, yeah, uh, I could uh, have. Uh, yeah. So I think it's a good point to be aware of and at least I think now for my 30s, uh, early 30s now going on, um, it needs to be very, very uh, self-aware or at least also intentional uh, in what am I or how am I placing myself in an environment? Because sometimes, like you mentioned earlier, but it happens too, it sometimes happens very naturally. Uh. Yep. So I have to very intentionally first create that space or environment uh, so that natural imprinting can happen also. Uh. So unknowingly, I've actually uh, helped to build my own subconscious mind, uh, if, if that makes sense. Uh. I, I think that environment is also a part, like, okay, now, because we are now in our 30s, I was thinking about 20s that time. Uh, because our environment, very often we are the pioneers. When I say pioneers, means that th we don't have other people who are in who are ahead of us. I remember Kerry or Vincent and myself. We are often the oldest. You know, we have no one to refer to. I think that is a disadvantage. It's very important that you surround yourself with people who are who gives you the environment of possibility. Can you imagine that if we are not, I'm nothing against village people, but can you imagine if you stay in Kampong and then I ask you, Vincent, do you think that you're going to get a degree? Uh, you have internet. Remember you have internet, you have all the resources, you have more time, uh, but you're inside Kampong, your environment where people are always uh, 
they just want to enjoy life. They to them contentment means that I'm happy with my life now. Mm. Uh, so environment also shapes our beliefs. You know, uh, we are being brainwashed by the things around us. So I was thinking about like, uh, when I was looking for a place or, or a house to stay, right, or or or, or church or whatever, right? I, I can say about church. Uh, um, what to me is very important is like I would look at the pastor. What is his belief? If his belief is always like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, rich people are prosperity people are they only love money. Wow, if I hear that, right, I will feel that. Then I'll look at their financial life, right? They're always struggling, one, you know. <laughs> It'll be like, uh, pray for me because I, I, I don't know how for my, my family's finance. And so it's very important that I choose a very envir- environment where, of course, we need to help people who are, who are, who are behind us a little bit. It's not that we, we are not equal, but we should help people who are behind us. But sometimes we are in that environment so much that we are also being brainwashed into uh, believing that this is as good as it can get, you know? Mm. Uh, so so for me, like one of the reasons I cling on to, to you and I also have, have a friendship with Kerry is because like, it's like there are people who, who see possibilities. We want more. We want more than what we have now, you know. Uh, and then I think in terms of like relationships and, and for for example, Vincent, you looking for a partner, for example. I think it's not very helpful if we constantly hang around with people who are like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm going to die alone. I'm going to forever alone. Uh, yeah, that is as good as it can get. So I think that that also the environment itself also mm. shape us. I I feel that environment is the easiest affirmation. It mentioned about affirmation or. Uh, mindsets all this but the first thing that I think the easiest is the environment so like for example if I look for a unit right uh, do I stay in a place where people are very uh, uh, poverty stricken mindset environment or do I live in an environment where people are constantly thinking about big things Mm. because I was thinking about in my first company well they straight away say that yeah I brought in Jack Daniel Brew label you know one Brew label is one thousand ringgit alcohol just a small so to me it's like to me it's my my mind i'm not okay after 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 even after that experience it did not change my buying habit i do not want to spend thousand bucks on blue label jack daniel blue label but to me i see this part of the world you know Mm. my my brother went to teach piano at a very wealthy family's home where the youngest their young young daughter i think nine years old she used prepared so she showed to my brother that her prepared card is 3,000. She got a credit of 3,000 oh. ringgit uh, in the phone. So to, to him, it's like, wow, that is, my mind is open. So I think the environment, we, we, yeah. we I know that we're using wealth, but then a lot of times, let's talk about uh, positive people. We hang out with people who have big vision. Hmm. So it also automatically change our life. We hang out with people who are always very selfish and uh, very self-consumed. Uh, very focused on themselves, then we don't see the importance of pouring our lives to other people. Yeah. So I think that one of the ways is the environment. So I think the easiest, that's why I, I know that the book does not like give that as an explicit point, but I think the environment is very important. That's why we cannot hang around too long. We, we can be friends with people, but we cannot hang around too long with people who, who, who settle for apathetic lifestyle. That's something that I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So to yep. me, that's the easiest way to do. Uh, so, 
So let's say, let's say right now we got this accountability group, right? Me, you, and Carrie is in it. And then let's say we want to gamify it up level, right? There will be people who may be not very comfortable. Yeah, I just like it now. So we have to intentionally, okay, I'm still going to gamify, gamify it to make it like a daily challenge. Okay, we are not doing daily now. But let's say if we three agree that we're going to do it daily, it will be a different level already, don't you think so? Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah. so to me, the environment will be one. Uh, I'm trying to look for the la- laziest way to improve. So I think the environment and then accountability what is if, one. Because what if gonna... you cannot change your environment? Let's say like you're at a workplace, you know, like Vincent yeah, yeah. has been in this company for nine years or eight years. <laughs> this is my ninth year already. <laughs> Trust me, my... my... My my environment is uh sometimes it can be very negative also. Uh, I I work directly with hey. a, a colleague who 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 is everything is very negative. He talks to me like the company is dead. The company doesn't care. Uh, uh-huh. Then when yeah. he one day one day he blurred out to me how much he earns. Right to me it's like wow the company treats him really well. You know he's a diploma student and then they pay him really well. Uh, they pay him quite a high income, very very high. Uh, quite close uh-huh. to Vincent, what you're getting now, uh, wow. as a as a as a and and but if you don't know because he keeps on talking crap about the company, and then like he will talk about crap about me as well. You see, you see, Kelvin who doesn't even care about the company. I I care about the company, but he will go around and backstab about people, and, and it's normal. So one of the ways to for me to do it is uh to Kerry's question is I have you guys, I have this community. Mm-hmm. I have to go alternative because 40 hours, what I do 9 to 5 is I try to minimize my conversation with him, you know, unless I can mm. encourage him. Sometimes okay. I think if he's in a good mood, then I will talk about parenting. I'll talk to him about parenting. But if I feel that there's a hint that he's starting to spread his negativity about the company and all those things, I'll quickly quickly get busy with something else because uh, in our office we can also move around in different offices so sometimes I'll move my laptop to another place to work you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather go to the meeting room I don't even use my cubicle I set up my laptop there uh, just so that I can focus on learning and doing work so I think that, that that's something okay. and the other thing that we do is we have church we have church you know and church is a place that we are very intentional in pushing and encouraging people to to have, to have faith I think it's very true because so, uh, yeah. Carrie asked me also like I think it's not so much cannot change the environment but it's more whether one tool or the desire is strong enough to change uh, like if if I can justify strongly enough uh, I want to move to a new environment it would take a lot of courage uh, also to move uh. but I, I agree when you talk about environment because I try to think back like nine years uh, I worked in my company already the subconscious mind actually somehow does affect uh, because it is the daily in and outs, uh, my interaction with my employer, mm. with my colleagues, with the projects and the people involved. Uh. Mm. I think subconsciously also that has shaped me to to maybe have certain alterations uh, of how I see things. Because I try to compare in my 20s uh, when I first started off to work. Subconsciously, you know, you sort of hope that, you know, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to do great things, you know, make an impact yep. in society, all that sort of stuff. And although it still holds... Yep to a certain part of the degree, uh, but after 10 years in an environment, uh, 
that you know where it's, it's not to say that it's bad, but it's like an environment where you know, hey Vincent, you know, uh, don't don't you know, don't change things, you know, just go with the flow, work with this system, you know, don't bother about this. I a small thing. I was like, so you know, all these sort of things subconsciously it does shape me to a to a point now in my thirties. Ah, uh, you you sort of like, if there was a fresh graduate lah who who comes into the office now, naturally I would think. Uh, you don't know what you're about yeah. to see, lah. You know, like I've been, I've been there, done that. Yes, and yes. Subconsciously, yes. I've sort of wired in a way where, uh, hey, you have your dreams and all, but trust me, you're yes, gonna go yes, through the system yes. and you won't see it happen. Uh. So, subconsciously, that sort of has yes, happened yes. Uh, after ten years, almost ten years of working, ah, uh, and it's because of the environment you're in, ah. Uh. So, I think, <laughs> uh, for disclosure, also, uh, if anyone somehow listens from the office, it's a good office. <laughs> But uh, at the same time, I think after ten, if I to get my license and everything, and it marks ten years already, ah, I think it will be time to move to a new environment now. Hmm. Okay. I think like no need to talk about company. I talk about the the church that we're in. Ah,、uh, we do have some some beliefs. I think a a young person comes in, they have this naivete, where they are very full of hope, but then at, at the same time, their 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 innocence is not tested. You know, their dreams. Their 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 ideals are not tested, so it's how do you have those ideals still, you know, ah,、uh, we have in our thirties and all those things. So I I really, I'm very I'm I'm learning to be more, ah,、uh, aware when people say things like 不可能的啦，听我讲，我在这里做很久。So in Chinese, it's like <laughs> I've been working in this company very long. Trust me, it's not going to. So when people say like that, I will agree with them. But I will think like, oh, this is the subconscious, ah.、Uh, This is also、uh, something that will build my subconscious if I I I I hang around these people too long.、Mm. Uh, so it's impossible to be in a. I think it's impossible to be on cloud nine all the time. So、like, I can do this. I can. Sometimes you really cannot. But then, it for me it is still better that you try it and you fail, than you people talk you out of trying it. Of course, there are some things are like, ah,、uh, can I touch the kettle? Of course, you don't do that. <laughs>、uh, can I jump out of this building? But of course, there are things that is stupidity. But there are a lot of things regarding having ah、uh, taking a chance, right? That、mm-hmm. the the reward is greater than the price you paying.、Mm. You know, the reward like an ask asking just have an ask. You know, asking someone,、hey, do you consider this? Ah.、Uh, Giving value away. So re- recently, I saw this quote that is uh by Ray Dalio. Sorry, I've been I've been heavily impacted by Ray Dalio a lot, and he 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 said this quote to me is it really changed my mind because I I I don't think like that. Uh, can I read it to you guys and then ask you guys what you think? I think Vincent practiced that. I I'm learning to practice that more. Uh. So this is the quote. It says that、uh, if you try to give more than you get, you will find that you give more than you can imagine. If you try to give more, uh, if you try to give more than you get, you will f- you will find that you get more than you can imagine. I repeat again: if you try to give more than you get, you will find that you get more than you can imagine. My my mindset has taught me that there's scarcity in the in the world. So subconsciously means that I I have this mindset of a pie. So we have a pie, right? 
if we, we, we divide, let's say we've got this Moody cow cake. Kerry knows about a very, very expensive Moody cow. It's like 40 bucks now, one piece of cake. So people gave us one big cake, right? One big cake. Uh, so it's like eight pieces time, 40 bucks, 320 wow. ringgit cake. Okay. And then I'm thinking like, okay, we have to divide between me and you. Kerry will get three, two pieces. I will get two pieces. And each one of us will get two pieces and then the remaining two will divide by three. So our, our idea, our, minds, our scarcity mindset is always, for me, it's like, in order for me to win, somebody needs to lose. So even if I'm being generous, means that I have to lose so that someone else have to win. Uh, someone else will, in order for me, others to win, I have to lose. But sometimes it's not so, you know. Sometimes it's when we come together, one plus one equals three. That is a very different mindset, you know. When me and you, we work together, we contribute together, it is not we are sacrificing, but the gain is even more, you know. So that's something that I'm, I often think about. Like, people can think, like, we can either think, like, oh, doing this podcast is going to waste one hour of my life, or when doing this podcast, I'm not just recording, but I'm improving, and then the value that I get in return is greater than that one hour spent on reading a book. So that is something that subconscious mind is, uh, uh, that they say brainwash ourselves, hypnotize ourselves, but basically I think sometimes we need to de- dehypnotize ourselves from the wrong beliefs that we already been hypnotizing. Uh, you know, uh, 30 years old, I can never find someone already, you know, uh, that's what the world tells us, you know, girls only likes good looks and rich people, you know, uh, that is a belief as well, you know, uh, so, it basically here he also talks about having a vision board it's very important to write it down uh, I was thinking about my the house that I'm seeing right now right never in my wildest dream that I think it's possible my subconscious tells me every time I drive by I drive by the place I'll say that nah these are rich people what rich people will stay you know uh, the rental is around 3k a month 3,000 a month who, who pays 3,000 a month you know uh, yet, uh, around 2005, uh, yet I'm staying in this house because my wife just has this idea like, should we just go and find out? Go and ask, you know? The subconscious, so she's challenging my subconscious mind, but if I give in to my subconscious, means that, uh, no lah, no lah, don't bother lah. We cannot afford lah. So now I always drive by, I always look at uh, Tamarin. Tamarin is the next door. Uh, that was a very nice building uh, done by Yeno properties uh, developer one unit is around one million uh, plus I, I cannot afford it but my my wife is or ask me why are you doing I'm saying I keep on saying I'm looking at my dream house you know one day I'm gonna stay there I mean like nothing wrong to think like that you know it's not it's not like it's not like I we we are trying to I'm not suggesting that we are very materialistic but I'm thinking that people who are not materialistic are they doing well in life and people who are who are having a lot, are they really materialistic? Mm. Is anything about it? <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. But for me, it's because I grew up in a in a Christian uh, in a part, pastor's home where everything we always think that, yeah, whatever God gives, we have to be grateful. Yes, we have to be grateful, but we also know that there's more, you know. Moses crossed the Red Sea, right? There's a Red Sea, it's like, oh, it is what it is, we're going to die, at least we are not dying at the hands of Egyptians we're dying in the sea are still better you know there's always something that we can consider there's always um, we have to 
for me is what I tried to implant to the the lives of the young people in the past is like this possibility thinking it is possible. Yeah, it is possible. People like people of uh, people who came from Sabah, uh, Sabahans are not second class citizens. It is possible. It's just that we need to figure out how. So yeah. Uh, so I those think are. Like, some of we talk about this subconscious, uh, minor. Like you, you also mm. talk about Sabahans. It's just sort of because Sabah is very close mm. to all of our hearts and. I think a majority, uh, there are still those exceptional few, but a majority of Sabahans tend to do very, very well uh, when they go abroad, uh, when they leave Sabah. Mm. And I think a lot of it has to do with the environment. Uh. Because mm. unknowingly, uh, Sabahans yeah. have subconsciously, and I can say this for myself because I work at Sabahans, uh, that we subconsciously think that, you know, like, I, uh, like the tira-apa attitude or very apathetic to certain things uh, because we feel like, like you mentioned uh, we, we know that yeah we shouldn't be subject to called second class citizens or subject to political mm-hmm, status mm-hmm. and all sort of things uh, but unknowingly the environment the political atmosphere and the the way we have been you know for the past 60 years under the government also we don't blame the government mm. uh, but there are yeah. a lot of factors uh, that has caused our environment uh, to somehow affect us as Sabahans, how we subconsciously carry ourselves. Huh? The question is, is uh, I'm going to let Carrie speak very soon, so sorry. Uh, the question okay. is, uh, do we really believe that it is as good as it can get what we have now? Or if what we're having now, is it more of in the future, it's going to be more, more of what it is, or it's going to be something completely different? If you ask us 2019, right, we would think that 2020 will be something more of 2019, you know, if I'm doing, working. So perhaps I will have a little bit of increment here and there. But turns out that 2020 is a completely different different way of living, you know. So for example, uh, now Carrie is, let's say she's getting into trades, you know, trading and then investing in companies. So I asked her, what's your future? Yeah, I'm going to earn more money from that trade. But what if it will be a completely different possibilities, you know? Is it as good as it can get, or is is it like a two point of what we are seeing now? You know, uh, in the years to come, are we do we see ourselves? Say, are we going to have more episodes? It will be a better podcast, or is it something completely different? So subconscious mind is something that is I need to think about it a lot. You know, uh, yesterday when we were buying the phone, uh, for for Stephanie. I was asking myself, so you got iPhone twelve mini, uh. iPhone twelve mini is very a very very nice phone. So it's like a, I think it's three thousand, three thousand eight hundred phone. Very expensive. So, so what's your mindset now? It's like, my mindset is like, wow, extra one thousand four hundred bucks. Oh, that's a lot of money. Or, I can think like, how can I find ways to get that money? You know, our natural response is like, we cannot afford it. It's too much. I don't need this phone. You know, which which I I understand mm. the rationale behind it. I understand. But I think too often we think like that, you know. Uh, we just we just go with, yeah. I, I better be very careful, you know. Which is true. Okay, I, I I dear listeners, when you hear this, don't 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 bite more than what you can. Don't don't bite more than what you can chew. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, but a lot of times we we have we have limit our minds because of past experience, or because of what our subconscious mind have been telling us, you know, 
And there are a lot of beliefs that we have in growing up in Sabah, East Malaysia, that is very limiting mindset. You know? mm. uh, we are second class. We cannot afford this. I mean, uh, I ask you guys this question. Do you guys think that it's possible? Kerry, do you think that you will own a property one day in Thailand? <laughs> And then um, you're renting out. <laughs> never crossed my mind. <laughs> you see, you see. But let's say I, I put that yeah. thought to you guys. You say, like, let's say your problem, uh, your problem, Vincent, your problem will be, Vincent, every month you are struggling to fix the piping of your five units in Thailand uh, so that your rent, your, your, your tenants can have a good say. That's your new problem. Instead of not having money, you are constantly overwhelmed with, oh yeah, the piping keeps on having a problem, you know. I rather you have that problem than that problem. Oh, I don't have a. I I'm not owning these kind of things, you know. Mm. Like I know that now you got you got you got a a, a unit near Tanjung Aru there. It's like having that problem is better than the problem of not having it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, but I I'm 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 asking. That's why I'm I'm planting. I'm I'm asking if we put our seed put that seat in, inside of us and keep thinking about it. So this, today, the action that based on the website, the, the book says that auto-suggestion, uh, brainwash yourself. Basically, I don't call it brainwash yourself. I, I think that I'm brainwash yourself. I will use that. And then create a winning mindset. Of course, we read the word of God. It's, to me, it's more important than all this positive affirmation because the Bible is the truth. For, for example, I am a child of God. To me, when I think about that, it's like, okay, I'm a child of God. That means that my my, I belong in the heavenlies. My 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 home is eternal home. I got a God who oversees the world, you know. So I don't have to worry. So you think like that, it gives it gives you more than a winning mindset. It gives you a child of God mindset. It gives you a mindset that God is behind it and God is in control. Uh, I agree with that uh, because like you talk about yeah. the Christian uh, environment uh, you imagine if years of accumulated experience and the environment that we're in right you sort of internalize that subconsciously uh, the identity who we find in Christ so when you are faced with uh, now I, I sort of flip, flip the ball uh, if let's say we are thinking about solving problems in a church setting or in a Christian sort of environment I think because uh, you've internalized that subconsciousness uh, that uh, who I am, I know who I am and uh, I know uh, who God says I am and all that. So when faced with certain degrees of struggles or issues uh, uh, because of the what has been imprinted on us uh, be it in the mind or in your heart uh, I mean from, from a biblical perspective there's more than when we say the heart lah, it, it compasses the whole body lah. and um. Yeah, because of that, 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 uh, uh, imprinting that has happened, right? I think you carry yourself very differently. Uh. like we talked earlier on, uh, if let's say in terms of wealth or finance, you talk about a scarcity mindset, poverty mindset versus one that is, uh, prosperous or, or nourishing. Uh. Yep. I think spiritually, likewise, yep. that can be the same thing also, where, where subconsciously, if you, 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 you know who you are. And uh, all of that also that has been accumulated in your DNA per se, uh, your spiritual DNA, you will live life very yep. differently. Lah. And I believe, uh, we, we do believe that, yeah, with the Holy Spirit who lives with us also, who helps us, guide us. And, but how does that happen is because we have placed ourselves in an environment uh, that is day mm. by day, it's sort of internalized to our subconscious part. So even if I, you know, just wake up one day and all that, like I, 
I carry myself in such a way because I know who I am. And I think that that brings someone very far, la, not just in your early 20s, but even now all the way to the rest of your life. Uh. And um, yep. uh, it, it's, it's yeah, something that I encourage people to, if you're listening also, uh, do, do, do find out more about that. La. Yeah. Okay, my question is, my question is, I ask both of you. Okay, I ask Vincent. This question, let's say you lose your job now. Do you think that you become an, you'll become jobless? Is it? I think subconscious, so. you already, yeah, is <laughs> it? Yeah, and you, you talk about that also helps me realize because uh, how, how do I draw myself to that conclusion is because of maybe two things, uh, uh, environment, and what consists of that environment is the people, uh, the people I surround myself with. Uh, you, you know, we talk about even before the accountability group was formed, uh, the environment that I've placed myself in, uh, that you talk about earlier in our, in our 20s, that possibility mindset, that potential, and then now in my 30s where I have uh, business partners uh, and office environment can improve, uh, but you have business partners and you have people that like you yeah. guys who I surround myself with. Uh. So subconsciously that has created uh, that conclusion or that mindset where if you ask me that, naturally very first, the first thing is that, okay, yeah, maybe jobless for one or two days, you know, just to relax and chill, but, but it is not a fixed mindset where, you know, all is doom and gloom where, you know, I can't find a job even in a pandemic where everything is, you know, uh, so yeah. dead end. But there's always that uh, push because subconsciously that has been created. Uh, because my, my, my brother was asking me, because I was, uh, Dave Ramsey put this baby step out. He says that you have to have like oh, a three to six month, uh, seven steps, one of it is to have a three to six months emergency fund. And then someone put in the Facebook, it says that, uh, you need like in Malaysia, you need seven to twelve months. You know, six months to twelve months. I'm like, wow, of emergency fund means that those money that you you cannot touch, that when anything happen, you got twelve months to survive. My brother straight away responds. He says that, uh, you don't need two spare tires in your car, but you definitely need one spare tire. So my brother gave me a paradigm shift. He was asking me that, you think about it. How long does it take for you to find a job? Uh, do you need the problem is you think that it takes longer because you're looking for an ideal job. Mm. But do you think that it's very hard to find a job? It's, it may not be the job that you like, but you were able to find a job. So mm. to me, that's a paradigm, you know. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, uh, God forbids, and I, I believe that our lives and our jobs will get better. But let's say if Kerry uh, lose this job, God forbids, uh, right? God forbids. But let's say this happens, it wouldn't be hard for her to find another job very quickly. Uh. It's just that it wouldn't be as comfortable as now. So that's something that I think about. So my brother gave me that kind of like a subconscious implant, uh, implant, implant a subconscious thought to me. It's like, you don't need two, two, two spare tires. It doesn't mean that you don't save after you have six months, but the rest of the money, you can play with it, you know, play with investment. You, know? like don't, don't, you don't need emergency for one year. It's ridiculous. Mm. Uh, you can have three months, put it there. It basically means that how long does it take for you to find another job? Mm. So I find mm. that, oh, that's interesting. But wow. the rest of the money that you save up, please do, you can do it for something else. You don't need, yeah. So yep. to me, that's a paradigm shift. Mm. Uh, do you hear any thoughts? 
Uh, I think uh, it's true la. Like I remember, like when I was younger, like uh, like we don't really choose our friend. Like sort of like we just have the friends that's around us. And uh, I think that if I didn't go to church at that time, I would like still hang out with my high school friend, and then you know just you know do do doing what teenagers do la. Like uh, talking about like school teachers or like guys or something like that yeah so i think that it's true lah. very important to surround yourself with like uh people who would help you grow lah. yeah i think like i think environment not, is important yeah i think not many people have that uh like uh the, like like not too not very decisive of like the people that they hang out with lah. yeah I, I can tell you guys something that I noticed, right? Uh, not a lot of... Uh, it's very important to have this kind of friends. And it's not that we are teaching people who, are, who want to settle for, for average life. But then, at the same time, you also notice that I think Vincent and I will have this mindset that we, we are definitely not there, like a very, very motivated. But it's very hard to help people and try to pull people into a group where it's intentionally motivating or disciplined or like really possibility thinking. You, you cannot, because if I talk to a lot of uh, colleagues and whatnot, they always say that you know, all these bosses, they got all these secret groups, you know, uh, all those C- CEOs who come together and all that. But if you go to the CEO groups, are the CEO groups also, if you ask them, they don't mind to invest in young people and all that. It's just that they struggle because it's like, they want to include, but, they don't know how because when you include them, right, they are not ready. Mm. They don't want it back enough. So a lot of times yeah. it's not that it's not it's not like what you think like for me, it's not like what we think like a Freemason kind of group, but it's more like sometimes you go and help people, people wouldn't want it. It, it needs to be a wake up call from themselves, you know. They they have to realize like like uh Carrie mentioned where she noticed that why other people can live their life binging Netflix and then like don't set goals. We, we all binge yesterday. I just binge the crime crime scene Netflix. Four episodes, you know. Uh, wow. but, uh, but I I feel the need to finish my goals, you know. Uh, those uh, those those weekly accountability goals that we set, I, I, I need to finish because I don't want to pay. So Kiri was making that statement. She says that how come other people can live like that? They can just live normally and don't really care. And I think that you cannot help them if you tell them uh, they wouldn't if you tell them they wouldn't appreciate they wouldn't want yeah. it in fact we cheapen the thing so those are the things that I'm thinking but I, I, I will feel that environment is the easiest to create uh, subconscious I think the environment is the easiest then like the second, uh, the, when yeah. you just started to become a youth leader you didn't have that environment right like nope no. like like you want to I remember you always try to experiment new things like you you let the youth in like ways where like no other youth leaders has led before like where where do you get that lah like those I think we, we listen to I think one of the things we do is we listen to a lot of Joao Austin <laughs> I think people think that he's very controversial and that but okay I I I think this is a rant uh, a bit like ranting I I think sometimes people talk very bad about all this of course uh given the the downfall of all these pastors nowadays. And then uh, yesterday, they just released Ravi Zechariah's statement. Uh, is really bad. Really, really bad. And, and, but I don't see that, oh, he's an evil man. But I see that what power can corrupt, 
corrupt us. It can happen to me. It could happen to Vincent. If we are given unchecked power, and we we are surrounding ourselves with just people, and I, I I'm sidetracking right now. Like for people like Ravi, I realize that there are people who are really genius. You know, they're very smart. They don't really need to give their hundred hours. They are just very smart, so they can, they can have the intellect. And then they can just write great books, and then while after that, then they will get the, the the ladies to take advantage of the ladies at the same time. Then at night they will start thinking about intellectuals because they are smart, but they they are not. Uh, their life is not surrendered in Christian faith. It's not dedicated. They they are they are not living the Christian life. That 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 is uh following after Christ, but I realize that. Uh, that is giving a bad light but a lot of times I also wonder where people who have been shooting at people who have been building people's confidence like pastors who tries to build people's confidence you believe in a good God you know believe in a God who can uh, do great things not for your sake but for his glory I think they often people get a bad light and I look at because I, I was in seminary uh, Kerry was also in seminary. People who are very bashful over this, right? I don't see their lives are uh, better, or they are constantly struggling as well. Sometimes, or uh, they may they may live in a. Uh, that is one side. Then the other side is like, I, I feel that that one is even more extreme. Uh, me and Stephanie went to a cell group where the the lady who hosts us she lives in a penthouse. A very very gigantic penthouse, you know, very big house. Then it's like, then she makes statements like, "Yeah, I trust God. I, yeah, I never worry about money. Man. Yeah, God has been blessing me. So, yeah, I never. We live very simple life, you no. Know? And then after that, after the cell group, then the, the the leader will say, "Yeah, my husband is buying his new Mercedes Benz. Uh, the the new series. So I feel that there's a very this uh det- detachment where." Uh, that's another extreme where it's not okay to see that God is good. You know, contentment is one thing. Then the other thing that I think about is I, I want to be content with what God has given us. Uh, God has given us a very nice food. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I put timer, so sorry. Uh, God has given us uh, contentment, but at the same time, are we settling for something less, you know? Like, are we just taking God's five talent and then we just, like that, taking one talent and then we hide it just because God did not give us five or two, five talents or two talents, mm. you know? That's something that I think about. So, how do I do it? <laughs> Sorry, uh, sidetrack. Uh, I did not do it really well, but I do, one of the things that I do is whenever, like, Vincent came back, I just pull him in and then <laughs> I try to, I, I don't think I've done it very well, but I try to, detach myself from negative things, negative talks, you know, hi, young people, we've seen that a lot. These things I try not to put too hard. I try my best or I'll get very discouraged and then I'll, I'll try to prove them wrong. But I don't, I think that right now at 30, 33 or 32 and a half, uh, I, I, I wish that I could have done it in a more calmer and a more just don't have to show my face. I don't have to show my, my, my disgust over it but I can just reject it in my mind. No worries. I just reject it in my mind. Yeah. I think about that also when it's you okay. share, uh, actually, like, 
<laughs> I think uh, I was recording back uh, like when I was as far back as 13 uh, when I started being involved with youth, youth ministry and then into my 20s and to my 30s. I think it's because of uh, uh, people like you also uh, and the youth leaders above us last time who sort of uh, invested also their time and uh, gave their lives to, to a certain degree. Um, in building youth youth lives and all, and I think I, since I was maybe roughly between thirteen to ages of fifteen, uh, where starting being involved and being in that environment, I think subconsciously, you know, uh, it really was imprinted so strongly on me, uh, that each time, you know, when you talk about me coming back uh, to KK after university breaks, I think subconsciously I carried it myself that you know I want to do something for the youth and I want to continue to be mm. a part of this thing which I can contribute to. Uh. So that subconsciousness sort of translated to my thoughts and actions. Uh. So every time when I wanted to do something or be involved, it was very intentional. Uh, and it was the people and the environment that contributed to, to you know, uh, encouraging that as well. Uh. And, and I, I'm not trying to, I, I don't want us not trying to claim credit for us, but I think that the environment that we built, right? If you look at the young people today, right? I think partly, uh, like, like I would say maybe 5% of our, 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 our of the environment that we have built. You see these young people, they are in their 20s now. They tend to have uh, a mindset where they will go and create things by themselves. You don't see that in other young people, you know. They, they just yeah. like to create. They put themselves out, out there. I, I, I don't think, okay, I'm not saying that it's us. Uh, but I think that that environment does help them. You see that that kind of sense of confidence, and, and I wish that I do have that environment when we grow up. But it's okay. Uh, I think that if we can make the the world, if our hands, we get to witness a better generation than we are. Uh, I think that's a win for us. Uh. So, so I think it, it helps also partly because like uh, they are carry around. Uh, their people. I'm I'm not that alone, uh, Kerry. That's my, my answer. I think a, a large portion of me doing in youth carry is also working in church. But I do feel a little bit insecure because compared to the previous time, uh our, our youth lead our previous youth leader, uh she she gets to rally a lot of pe- older people to help her. So I do feel that I'm not very good at that. But I'm glad that I have you guys, you know, or people who are slightly younger that that we are able to put some seeds into their minds. Hey, this is fun. This is worthwhile doing. And this is something that me and Stephanie, we had this conversation today. Like people do feel alive because they got a project to build, you know, so they feel very involved. Uh, so uh, we are in our 30s now. Uh, times have changed. Doesn't mean that it is less than before, but it's a different game. And I think that one of the things that I want to, to build is the the subconsciously I still want to be a possibility thinker. I want to ask before we end this, uh, is there any uh, beliefs that you guys think that uh, the subconscious mind that is, is harming you, that helping you, that right now you have? Uh, I think I mm. have, you know, uh, one of the things, yeah. yeah, go for it. Oh, for me, I think uh, when reading this, this uh, book, I, I noticed myself like, like at the back of my head, like a lot of time when I go for an interview or like, uh, or, or anything, uh, I would have this voice behind behind my back saying that, yeah, like, 
uh, there's so many people who are better than you. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Can't match it. Like, you need to work harder, and and what you have now is not enough. Yeah. So there's always constant insecurity I notice inside of me. Yeah. For me, it's like. But but I, I learned yeah, how to it. like. Go for it. But now for it. I'm uh, now that I'm aware of it. Uh, I learned how to like you know to talk myself you know to to talk against that voice lah yeah. For me, it's like um, I was thinking like this saying in Sabah like whenever we say a, a suggestion right the in my mind is like how lah how is it even possible I think that is is harming me more than. I, I realized, you know, uh, Vincent told Vincent shared during the podcast uh, in the past. I think the first two podcasts, he's, he says that he's a how guy. He's a how guy is good, but I realized I'm not the guy who can figure out how. So that is a very limiting belief, you know. It's like no, nah, it's not possible. Until I remember, I had a conversation with Pastor Wilson last time. He was telling, I was telling him like, how I come out from seminary without any job experience, nobody will hire me. I said like, how it's very difficult. And then he said this statement to me. I, I think he had more confidence in me than he had confidence in himself. Uh, maybe, or maybe he just, uh, he just said, Kevin, you will survive. Definitely, I have confidence in you. He had more confidence in me than I have confidence in myself. Imagine if I had more confidence in myself, I would have dared to live my life more courageously. I think one of the problems based on the book, it says that confidence is the problem. We lack of confidence is always one. You know, like, nobody wants me. You know, my English is not that eloquent. Who wants someone who is not good in language, you know? I, my, my, I'm not a very social, I'm not a social animal. Then I think about it, my, my first company, the guy who is uh, my marketing manager, who is now the general manager, his English is bad. He can't even speak proper English. He's now the regional general manager. Uh, so it really changed my belief. So it's something that I, I, I need to, I, I'm, I try to do with my wife is just to not think, cannot. First, we exhaust every option. Is it possible? Uh, can I look at that place? You know, should I, can I go and test run, you know, just go and test run a Mercedes Benz, you know, or, 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 or a uh, Porsche. You cannot afford it, but you just go, hey, hi, can I test drive the car? You know, you can Go and see. Maybe once once you get into the car, you realize that chair no difference. You know, <laughs> I rather get my my view, You know, uh, it's not that we want the good things in life. We only want, but it's, but it's more of like we don't want the most luxurious thing in life by choice. But we are not in a place where we we think that yeah we are less than these people. You know, but it's by choice we choose not to. But we can, but we choose not to. I want to change my mindset like that. Uh, I don't need to have a designer shoes and all these are uh, very expensive kind of like uh, easy, but it doesn't mean that I cannot afford. It's just that I don't need to. I can, but it's not my priority right now. And I'm not intimidated by people who dress like that where I am still somebody of value. So there's a lot of times I struggle with that. Then I look back in my life. People don't look at, people don't judge me as harshly as I judge myself, you know? Mm, yeah, that's very because true. people don't even care about uh, people don't even care about me people don't even care about you like the things that carry things that, well, people think think about look at me like this way people don't even care people are thinking about themselves you, know? yeah. <laughs> you are thinking you, you, yeah sorry Vincent go, go for it no, I agree lah. I think for, for myself also subconsciously 
I think maybe scarcity in general. Uh, there'll be days where you sort of subconsciously, it comes to mind where I feel that everything is very scarce from finances to relationships to future possibilities. And it feels that way because sometimes I maybe feel that time, uh, my 20s are gone, approaching the mid-30s mm. very fast. Like 2020 went by so yeah. fast. And so <laughs> sometimes subconsciously, it sort of hits me where things can be very scarce la, and that sometimes uh, puts a bit of fear but I'm glad that, that it's not deliberating too much because uh, it's quick to jump out from because of the environment I mean uh, got people like you guys and uh, people I'm surrounded yeah, with yeah, yeah. You it guys so help, much help la, me a lot to, yeah. to not yeah. be that, that subconsciousness can still be altered or you know constantly uh, built or moved. You guys can check la. my you guys can check my wrong beliefs. Uh, I like uh, it. Uh, that we can come back together and check our wrong beliefs. Because, like, I give for, you guys an example. Uh, yeah. You go uh, for just it. a quick one. Uh, like for example doing a podcast like this uh, and our weekly accountability. Although I don't fulfill my weekly stuff all the time uh, but subconsciously right uh it Saturdays it helps me to gear up to get ready for you know another productive week or at least to be more disciplined and more strong willed. Yep. Uh, yeah. I give you an example. Uh, just happened two days ago. Uh, hi. <laughs> I give you an example. Uh, just few days ago, our friend did a video for my university, and he won eight thousand. Eight thousand is a large sum of money. And eight thousand. I'll give you guys another context. Eight thousand in our marketing budget is a lot of money to give away. Uh, our, our company even to make a decision of a marketing campaign whether is it two or three thousand they need to think twice so in my mind if not careful I'll be like oh our company don't have a lot of money but they celebrate out they splash eight thousand away again this is a, this is pandemic time you know recruitment is not that easy and then they just give away eight thousand to our friend you know that there's abundance of money we just need to like what Grand Cousin says who's got my money you know <laughs> so we need to change um, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, but for me my, my mindset is I want to subconsciously tell myself that we winning is better than me winning uh. so I want to create a place where it's a we win alright uh, so basically we come into this uh, we, we better wrap it up I think we talk a lot on this uh, any last thoughts before we close this chapter Episode 20. Be aware of your subconscious mind. <laughs> I really think that we should like start like taking a nap and like recording yourself with the things that the ideas that you have, you know, like I mean like I would tell myself like Kelvin, how do you guys do it? How how does God bless you with such amazing how how are you so favored? How are you guys able to pull off all these things this year? Uh, God is on your side, you know. Sorry, uh, listeners, if you're not a Christian. Um, this is something that I strongly believe, but I'll try to record this and say that, oh, it's December 2021. How do you guys do it? How is God keeps on fighting on your side? Mm -hmm. So I will, I will ask myself these kind of questions, and I think that this kind of, uh, instead of self-affirmation, this works better, you know, that you, you start to imagine a better future for everyone. And for me, it's not about getting what you want. That is, even if you don't hit it, it's still better than staying stuck now, you know? Yep. Uh, yep. Like how do you get a wife, you know? 
how do I end up proposing to this beautiful lady? Like, like Vincent can do that, you know? Always uh, on my mind. I know, it's, <laughs> I know, but but you start yeah. recording it and then while you're taking a nap, you, you, you play and say, how do you do it, Vincent? Like, you're just an ordinary architect. How do you pull it through? Wow, mm. God must be, yep. God must love you so much, you know? Right, so those are the things that I will ask myself. Carrie, any last thoughts? Um, so don't be limited by your by your own thinking or maybe unhypnotize yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dehypnotize yourself. Alright, uh, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoy our podcast so far. This is a raw heart to heart talk. Uh you guys are blessed. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.